been confusion around like, what should I do? And then, okay, if keto is all a raid, well, what if you happen to be an individual that doesn't process fats well? Keto is not for everybody. All these diets are not for everybody, right? So again, it's about going back to, you know, like one of the main themes, I love to support people in just connecting to their power. Really just connect to your power and know that you know best what is right for you. And yeah, there might be some education needed, right? Because your idea of a variety of foods and is a variety of frozen dinners. Well, that's not a good guy, right? Welcome to Functional Moms Podcast, lifestyle medicine for women over 40. Let's age on our own terms. We are thrilled to have Christine Arnholt on the show today. Chris is a national board certified functional medicine health coach, helping people create lifelong eating strategies to look and feel their best. She is also a married mom of three. This episode is for you if you're tired of yo-yo dieting and quick fixes only to find yourself right back where you started. We can all relate to this as most of us have tried many different diets by our 40s. Chris is going to share her healthy eating, happy you, power principles, and how she's helping clients get lasting results. Thank you so much for joining us today, Chris. There is so much advice out there when it comes to nutrition, and we're very excited to have you help us simplify healthy eating today. Can you tell us a little bit about what your healthy eating, happy you, power principles are all about? Of course. Delighted to. And first of all, Christian and Raquel, I wanted to, you know, just say that I'm so thrilled to be here with you and with with your audience. And I think your mission is just awesome, really supporting moms as they age to be as powerful as they can and to really step into their power. And um, so my healthy eating happy you power principles were really born out of my personal life experience. Because as you mentioned, I'm a board certified health and wellness coach. I'm not a nutritionist. It, that is not my scope. But as a mom of three, who was a very busy corporate executive. I was in corporate America for 30 years, navigating that, what I call being on the treadmill and trying to figure out, because healthy lives, I've always had a passion for health and vitality and really for just feeling the best I can. And as I age to be able to show up in life powerfully, right? Because let's face it, we all have a different vision of health and vitality, but there is, I believe, a universal truth that we all can embrace. And that is that we all want to feel as good as possible while we're Mm -hmm. here on this earth. And so starting with that guiding light and wanting to show up my best for not only myself, but my family, my friends, my community, my career, right? Just doing whatever matters in life. It's really hard when you don't feel well, right? Corporate America got all the education, all the science behind what we know about the amazing human body, because I do believe that we've only scratched the surface, right? It's Mm -hmm. the human body is the most Mm -hmm. amazing technological marvel ever. And it's hard to know all of its needs. And, you know, it's really complex, I think, to normalize for everything. But in my personal experiment, my test and learn over over the years, how have I helped feel my best? How have I helped myself feel my best? Keep a consistent weight. Had great labs, right? Because it's always about that. I want to enjoy life. 
But I also want, like, I want my labs to be good. I want my metric to be good. You know, look good in my clothes and feel good. That's the most important thing. And so these healthy eating, happy you power principles were really born out of that. And many of them really are things that, you know, my kids know today. Like, my daughter will say, yep, I need to eat those, you know, let me grab some cucumber out of the fridge before I, if I want to indulge in a little piece of brownie or something. Thing, right? Like, let me grab some. And then as the other kids know, more good guys than bad guys, right? Try and keep it balanced. We always want to. And I think as I have aged and gone through life, that beautiful word, word of balance comes up all the time because it's really about just your body is always wanting to be in balance, right? And, I mean, think about the other modifiable lifestyle factors away from food. If you start with even sleep, I think everybody knows you don't sleep well, you don't show up well for life, right? You know, it's hard. It's really, really hard when we don't give the body time to recover. And so those modifiable personal lifestyle factors are super, super important. And then I think as an individual who has a lot of sensitivities, I, you know, what they call these genetic polymorphism. So I have a lot of nutritional sensitivities, right? Sensitive to gluten sensitive to dairy, oxalate sensitive. So, so many and allergic to mold, which, you know, mushroom everything is all the rage, right? Like that, <laughs> it's mold, it's a fungus. And so it's really been interesting navigating the journey and really trying to understand what the body needs and how to optimize it and feeling well. And so the reason why I kind of codified these guidelines is because I think that when we give people guidelines that they can use and apply their creativity, their autonomy, their knowledge of themselves, right? Like they are the experts. They are the CEOs of themselves. So when they can apply those guidelines in a way that supports them and their goal and, you know, appeal to their genetic sensitivity and what they like and what they don't like to incorporate into their daily lives, right? And what's realistic, I think that mm -hmm. it's kind of like the teaching the man to fish thing, right? Like give them guidelines and let them own that and let them use, again, their creativity and autonomy to figure out how to best navigate their own journey. And so, because otherwise it's like unrealistic situation. And what are we looking for? The end game. We're looking for realistic, lifelong behavior change, right? We're not looking for a quick fix. So many of us do fall into the quick fix, right? Because we're unhappy with where we're at. So we jump on some kind of new program and anyone can follow a program for a certain amount of time, but then eventually your life kind of kicks in, something happens and it's hard. You find yourself maybe going back to square one again. So I really like the idea that you're giving people these guidelines that they can kind of lean into, but not something that's rigid. Because I know you talk a little bit about the no deprivation zone, that we're not going to just restrict certain things, which really kind of causes people to get into this bad cycle. So if you could tell us a little bit about how you incorporate that, that would be helpful. Yeah, absolutely. The no deprivation is on the huge for me, right? Because the idea of being restrictive and I get to eat five celery sticks a night, not going to work, not sustainable. Forget it. Forget it, right? Just 
the brain power you have to use as a mom is going to suck that up right away. You can't sustain yourself on that. So really, it's about how do you enjoy life and enjoy those special occasions and still have that balance and still incorporate that base of good guys. So the no deprivation zone is my power principle number six. And would you like me to go through the first, all of them kind of ordinarily or just? That would be helpful, I think. To... Yeah, because I think they also kind of build on each other. And so number one, it starts with eat real food. Just eat real food. Just that alone is huge. And so what does that mean? Real, clean, quality, mostly whole, mostly unprocessed and organic if you can food. And if you just start with that, let me eat real food, mostly unprocessed. What a beautiful way to kind of have that guiding light, you know, just support you. Because so many of us, unfortunately, are not eating real food, right? Everything is so highly processed. And of course, there's lots of things that are processed a little bit, right? Like, I mean, I eat pumpkin seeds every day. Yeah, are they processed? Of course they are. They're processed in a plant and there's something's done with them, but I make sure I buy the cleanest I can find, right? You don't want the seed oils. You just want the cleanest, best ingredients you can find. And so I always start with that as a guiding light in my recipes and everything. Number two, preferably homemade. And that just goes to control, right? Like if we can control the ingredients, if we're starting with clean, real good ingredients, mostly whole, mostly unprocessed, and we can then create our our combinations and create what fuels us and use our creativity to do that, it's always preferable because when you go out, you don't know what people are putting in their food, right? You can't ask 20,000 questions. I mean, I ask a lot sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I try and only keep it like, is your salmon wild or farmed, right? I try not to go yeah. too bad, right? I don't <laughs> want my kids to roll their eyes all the time. But yeah, so preferably homemade so that you can control the ingredients. And if you do go out and you're go enjoy your meal and just try and yes. keep it as clean as possible. Look at those menu sure. lists. Don't be afraid to ask some questions and keep it as clean as possible. All right. So Power principle number three, combos matter. So what does combos matter mean? It means that those macronutrients and micronutrients, that wonderful combination, right? Like, I mean, we've all known that like all the carb proteins, fats, and carbs, they all have a role, right? And our body processes them differently and they all have a role in sort of that digestive process and energy, how they give us energy. But right, those carbs are going to be that quick energy spike with a shorter sort of energy life cycle and a higher spike. And then you have proteins, which are reduced by a little longer energy life cycle. And then those good quality fats, which really are going to give you the least kind of spikiness in terms of blood sugar and glucose, which you don't want that spikiness, right? So it's going to give you the least and over the longest period of time. And I will tell you that as a mom, I was always earlier, remember fat was bad, right? I'm dating myself now, but like fat was evil, right? No fat, don't eat fat, low fat. I was not eating eating enough fat. And I realized, wow, how much better you can feel when you incorporate good quality fats into your food 
plan because your body needs it. Your brain needs it. It's like 60% fat or something like that. I mean, your body needs the fat and it does support satiety and that longer energy life cycle. And so, you know, you really do want that great combination. And you have the MVPs, right, that we all learned about in functional medicine, right? The minerals, vitamins, and phytonutrients. And those are so many of the good guys that really support our cells and our bodies and to work their best. And so speaking of phytonutrients, that leads me into our principle number four, and that is eat the rainbow. And it is actually one of my favorite guidelines, my favorite sort of guiding principles just eat the rainbow and Skittles don't count, <laughs> right? Like Skittles don't count, M&Ms don't count. Forget that. Forget all those fake colors, but like use those first guidelines and then eat the rainbow and enjoy all those amazing, beautiful colors of nature, right? Like you have so many different beautiful foods out there and, you know, really enjoy those and get those. And there are six different um, phytonutrient color categories and each of them plays a role. Each of them has a certain thing, right? Like if like orange is meant to really support um, like reproductive and all of that. And there's so many positives out of each of these color categories for the phytonutrient. And what's really fun, I don't know if you guys remember, but there's a tool in the functional medicine toolbox from the IFM that is a phytonutrient checklist for kids. And so what a great way for the kid and all of us. I mean, some I people have, need yeah. that help to be accountable. <laughs> it is good because sometimes you don't realize that you are missing out on certain colors. You're not getting a lot of that. And certainly this plays into your, I think it was your second power principle, the making food at home. You know, you have so much yep. more control over that. So you can really take a look at what you're getting and what you're not getting. And and so, yeah. And I did use that with my kids. There was like a little <laughs> chart you could check off. They were into it for a little while. Now they're teens. It's a little harder. <laughs> they're not as into it, but when they were younger, they were. But just watch. They'll remember those things. Yeah. It's got, you know, some of the sticks and um, it's a process for all of us we're learning every day even at 30 plus 30 right you're learning every day and the body changes all the time and things change and the food changes and the food supply changes and so it's about really just testing and learning and having that nice open experimental mindset and then listening yeah. to your yes. body Curiosity. Right? Curiosity. And what is my body like? And what is it reacting well to? And yeah, I mean, maybe... I think it's curious, even how you mentioned how we used to be afraid of fat. And then, you know, when we all were kind of on that, like that train, and then you're saying, no, I feel better like eating fat now. So I think it is so important because so many people get burned out with these trends, like carbs are bad, or, you know, this diet's bad, this food's bad, you know, and I think people get so overwhelmed. So it's nice to keep that open mindset, I think, yeah. and really experiment with yourself. When you guys when you mentioned before like old school where fat was like eh, yeah. right like everything was fat free and then like now you turn to like fat free milk but then the increase of sugar went up on that yeah. fat free milk product and I have a client that I actually was just talking to you guys about before Corinne I was working with her in her home and she was showing me what she was gonna have she was so proud like this is the protein I'm gonna have right, like, right after we work out and one of the things was her yogurt but it was like fat free yogurt and then we went in her fridge and she had fat free milk and i was like oh my gosh but we've talked about this before her and i <laughs> 
It's very interesting because but what happens is is that we are like you hear these things over and over again and you kind of fall back into like you know what the mainstream is like it takes a minute to like be like okay no 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 I got to retrain my brain It's true it becomes ingrained in you that's 100% true Yeah fat is bad well it's not bad it's about good fat and right. really and supporting your body with what it needs for that again for that energy life cycle for that satiety I mean, as moms, right, we and our brain and, you know, it's not hard sometimes to skip a meal, right, or to eat late because you're busy on something or you need to do something for your kids or for your family or for whatever it is. And so it's really, really important to combos matter. They just matter a lot, right, on how to combo those macros and those micros so that you feel your best. And only, you know, that best magic formula, right? There are guidelines out there and food plans out there. But only you will know your best magic formula. So trust it and see how you feel. Yes. So that is, yeah. And then, so, and then we talked about eat the rainbow. And then the power principle number five is deliciousness. And so as Bobby Flay says, it has to taste good, right? If it doesn't taste good, (laughs) it's so good. I mean, I... I feel like I got very skilled over the years at being able to tolerate things that don't taste as well in the name of it's healthier. But I've learned you don't have to sacrifice. You really don't. I mean, there is that deliciousness in those beautiful whole foods. And just, again, starting with beautiful, real, good, clean quality ingredients. Get the best ingredients you can out there. And you create foods that are delicious. And to me, deliciousness also embodies it has to look good because there is a big creative component in my DNA and the artist in me. And I really want food also to look good and the most important thing it has to make you feel good that is the most important thing right taste good look good feel good and so that is number five deliciousness and then a great one no deprivation zone so when i'm having my weekly pizza or whatever i'm having i am in that no deprivation zone and i make sure those ingredients are great does it mean that you can you know have whatever you want whenever you want that's not really either, right? It's about really using these power principles and these guidelines and being mindful of these guidelines as you're adjusting. And so if you want to have the cake, if it's a birthday celebration or whatever it is, a Super Bowl party coming up, right? There will be cake. There will be fun food. And so it's about how do you then come up with strategies to support yourself? And so one of the ways that's worked for me is that I make sure that I get in the good guy. So I often say like, okay, I'm pre-gaming for the weekend or I'm pre-gaming for Super Bowl Sunday or whatever it is. I'll make myself a beautiful salad or a beautiful soup or, you know, something like that and have really good, healthful, good guys, a nice base. And then it's okay because you want to kind of crowd out the bad guys you don't want to not have them and deprive yourself you just want to be able to crowd yes. out that there are your main thing and that they're spiking your glucose and that you're feeling awful and doesn't mean you're going to feel great having cake or whatever it is i don't know it's everybody's different that way but it just means that you're giving your body an opportunity to have a lot of the good stuff in there as well to support digesting and dealing with the bad stuff that is my view again i'm not a nutritionist 
nutritionist. Uh, that is not my credential, but this is my experience over 60 years. And so it, it's really worked well. So that is the no deprivation zone. And then you get right back on the horse. Next meal opportunity, next day, whatever it is, next year, right? Like we just had New Year's and, um, <laughs> yep. you know, many people do some pretty drastic things January 1, right? Mm-hmm. They say, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna stop eating whatever, or stop doing whatever. And sometimes, I mean, it's great, whatever you want to do, but sometimes it's not as realistic. And so I'm quite the perfectionist and I've learned also, <laughs> slowly learning over the years that it's not about being perfect. It's about progress, mm-hmm. right? There's no perfect and just yeah. go with it and, you know, just do the best you can with where you are at the time on your journey. And if you use those power principles to then, you know, a little self-love and say, okay, I'll get right. So I had the cake, no problem getting right back on it. And you infuse the good guys again. So that's how I approach that. And yeah, I then like how that's about balance. That's very helpful for people. Cause I think we have such, we, Raquel and I talk about this all the time, the all or nothing mindset where it can really sabotage your goals, no matter what you're trying to do. If you get into that mindset, it's not going to work out very well. So your power principles seem right in alignment with that, which we love. Yeah. yeah. It's not about the all or nothing mindset in that space of, oh yeah, I can have a piece of cake. And then like you said before, and it's also like, oh, I can eat whatever I want, whenever I want. That's that's the other spectrum, the other side of it in the right. all or nothing, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you hold yourself accountable for that. And you know, that, hey, I'm going to this party. You, you've mm-hmm. already accounted for that. What I- do you think the biggest obstacles are for people when they're trying to yeah. eat healthy? I think that there's a huge spectrum. And so I think that part of it is that people just don't know. It's so confusing out there. I think the landscape yes. is confusing. So what are you supposed to believe? Like my, my right. husband says this all the time. Oh, that's today. In another 10 years, it'll be something else. And that'll be something else, right? Because I'm always, you know, on top of this stuff. But I think it's very, very hard for people. And I think just access to good foods, right? Because the healthier foods are probably more costly. And if you buy organic, it's more costly. And so I think those can be real obstacles because food is expensive. And if you then add organic on top of that, you know, sometimes you have to make other trade-off and the ingredients list. I don't know if you guys look at ingredients. I'm sure you do. But the ingredients list, the names of everything, how is a consumer to know, right? Like what all those different things that they really just mean sugar (laughs) or something Mm -hmm. fake or whatever it is. And so I think that just this idea of confusion and just really not knowing. And then you have this noise out there, keto and you know, this diet and that diet and diets are, as we learned, right, meant to be a short term situation, like the elimination diet. The elimination diet is something I personally do every year just to get off the holiday indulgence, just to sort of write the ship specifically on the sugar and the drinking water or something, right? And so I've done that too. Like it really helps reset your palate in a lot of ways. And that can be helpful. Exactly. But I think confusion around like, what should I do? And then, okay, if keto is all arrayed, well, what if you happen to be an individual that doesn't process fats well? Keto's not for everybody. All these diets are not for everybody, right? And so again, it's about going back to, you know, like one of the main themes, I love to support 
support people and just connecting to their power. Really just connect to your power. Know that you know best what is right for you. And yeah, there might be some education needed, right? Because your idea of a variety of foods and is a variety of frozen dinners. Well, <laughs> that's not a good guy, right? That's not a good yeah, guy. Yeah. So a lot of people don't necessarily like to cook. So was your be your advice for that? If you're really just not, you know, because a lot of people just have become reliant on so many convenience foods, like in the grocery store, they have all these things you can just pick up and come home and reheat. Okay. So where do people start, I guess, if they're struggling with that? So there's a range of things, right? There's these meal services that you can be super picky with what you want in terms of the ingredient. You can do that. I mean, it's going to cost you, but you can go ahead and do that. There are clean offiner options right out there instead of going to I don't even know I rarely go out to eat but I'm instead of going to like a fast food establishment that has a lot of really deleterious to your health ingredients maybe choose look do some research right again connect back to your power and own it and do some research and look for places that are have committed to using better ingredients and doing better and just do better right again about progress versus perfection and just do better. And then the other thing I like my travel strategy. So when I if I'm going to be on an airplane for a few hours or more than a few hours, I like to bring some things because you know, travel, you never know what happens, flight delays, whatever. And so my daughter lives in Boston. And so when she travels back to Boston, I love to make her, you know, something like just a care, <laughs> kind of like just a snack, like plain snacks, right? And so what does that look like? I'll bring I'll put together and just using that mindset, how can I take what's in my fridge and combo it to give me some satiety, right? Like if I'm really busy and there's a lot going on and I only have five minutes really and I've got to show up really well for something, I want to make sure I'm eating something. And so I'll go, I'll scan and I'll look at, okay, I have a package of nuts that are super clean. That's a good quality fat. It has some protein in it right? I have always good quality cut up fresh veggies in the fridge. And so just having that strategy, right? Like a couple times a week, cutting up some fresh things or super quick being able to cut up a cucumber. That's one of my favorites, right? To just yeah, go I ahead and agree with you. Yeah. With the fridge thing, because I feel like when you have a clean and organized fridge, like where you know, and things are cut up, it's just such an easier way. I know my kids are not going to go in there and cut up some vegetables or apples. Like they're just not. <laughs> yeah. And just super simple, like gluten-free, you can do a rice cake, right? And put on some nut butter. You can quickly, you know, have some hard-boiled eggs ready. And so then you've got a good quality protein for you. And it's just about making a combination of things. And so I'm really big into this fast easy. And we'll talk about that too. That's one of the power principles. But I'm really big into that because it's got to work for busy lifestyle because you don't always have Thanksgiving day time to cook, right? And you might not no, even want to yeah. cook. And so it's really all about that. Yeah. Yes. So being mindful of our time today, we'd like to ask you, what are two simple first steps we can take today to start eating healthier? I think my fave, just the idea of awareness and eat the rainbow, right? Mm -hmm. Just try and get in your different colors of nature on these good quality foods. And just having that awareness, it all starts with an awareness, right? And if you just are more conscious of what foods, what's in the food, right? Are they real good quality food? And just knowing that it's such a huge 
step. And then Eat the Rainbow is one of my favorites because if you really work to get in those real colors, you're doing your body a lot of good. So I think that is huge. And then I think, you know, the second thing is really all around take your power back and really know that you know. You know what's good for you. Be confident. Listen to your body. Use these principles, right? We didn't talk about really the portions, but, you know, you want to eat to satiety. And then this fast easy is really, really important. And then mindful eating, being super mindful of what you eat is including not only how you're eating, slow down, right? Slow down a little bit, even if it's only, I'm going to go outside for three minutes and down this combination of, you know, nuts and, you know, different things because I need to breathe and I need to make sure my body's ingesting all this well. And then also don't eat two to three hours before bed. Otherwise, you're going to mess up your sleep and really your body will be working toward digestion versus repair. And so that is huge too. And then I would say my power principle number 10 is have fun. Play with all of this. And again, that curiosity, Raquel, that you talked about and experimental mindset, I think is so very important. And so just the combination of all these things and just taking your power back and knowing that you know and you can assess what's right for you and these guidelines can really help if you just are mindful and aware of these guidelines and just play with it and play with different combinations and have have fun this life is meant to be enjoyed mm-hmm. i love that Awesome, Chris. Well, I'll tell uh, our listeners one simple step that I can think of is that Chris has a special offer for our listeners today. And one simple step is taking advantage of this offer. It's a 10% off her Happy Healthy You starter kit. So thank you for that, Chris. Thank you for that offer. Chris, yeah, can you share with us all the ways that the audience can connect with you? Sure. Well, I'm on Instagram, Chris.Arnhold, C-H-R-I-S dot A-R-N-H-O-L-T. And that also drives my Facebook and I'm on LinkedIn, Christine Arnhol. And so, yeah, you can DM me on Instagram and I will be responsive. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You can also email me, Chris at brandcraftu.com. Thank you so much. Thanks for this time. Thank you. The information provided in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended for the purpose of diagnosing, curing, treating, or preventing any disease. We are functional medicine certified health coaches and not licensed medical professionals. The opinions and advice of guests are their own and also not considered to be medical advice. Always consult with a healthcare professional when making any healthy lifestyle changes. We would love to hear from you. Please leave a comment or review. Email us at info at functionalmoms.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button.